today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A few minutes ago at McMaster, the Federal Minister for Science and Sport announced a $10.4 million grant over four years for the university's Center for Probe Development and Commercialization. And if you're saying, what is that? That's a very good question. We'll hopefully answer that shortly. It's a complicated name that I don't even know what that is exactly, but we'll get an answer momentarily. Uh, But this grant is part of a $79.8 million group of grants to five programs that are essentially designed to allow developers and innovators to work together on their scientific breakthroughs to try and bring them to the people. Uh, The Honorable Kirsty Duncan is the Minister of Science and Sport. She joins us in studio now. Thanks for doing this. Good morning, Scott. It's an honor to be with you this morning. Uh, Was my description of what this grant is reasonably close? I thought your description was excellent. We're here. We're very proud to be in Hamilton today. I grew up so much of my time here, whether it was dancing at Dundurn Castle or, of course, race around the bay, which is a favorite for so many runners. And uh, as a former researcher, would be here at McMaster often. So we're here today to make, as you said, a $79.8 million announcement for five programs, one in Hamilton, Toronto, Montreal, Quebec, and Newfoundland. And this is all about taking those great research ideas. We have world-class researchers in this country and getting their ideas to new products and services. And these projects are focused on health and northern development. Is that difficult? Because I'm guessing that a lot of researchers and a lot of business people don't always end up mingling at the same dinner parties. And so there may be a gap there. Is it difficult sometimes to get these research studies funded? Um, Privately? I'm really proud. uh, You've asked a a number of questions here. I'm really proud to belong to a government that believes in science, that believes in research and evidence-based decision-making. And when I took on this role, my goal was to bring research to the forefront and to bring science back to its rightful place in government. So we've put, we began by unmuzzling our scientists, um, We've put in place a new chief science advisor, Dr. Momina Niemer. If people don't know her, they want to get to know her. She's terrific, a world-class researcher herself. And this year, in Budget 2018, we've made the largest investment in research in our country's history. It's $4 billion. It's the largest investment in discovery research, which McMaster does so well, of $1.7 billion, as well as the largest investment in applied research. This is a good news story for research. And then there's another $2.8 billion for government research. This is a government that's committed to research. So is the idea then to get the researchers who are in their labs doing their thing tied into the private sector so they can monetize this somehow and bring it to market? That's a great question. It all starts with science and research. The researchers come up with the ideas, they make the discoveries. And people talk about a continuum. So you get the discovery, they make some innovation, and then to products and services that will help Canadians. We all want better environment. We want cleaner air. We want cleaner water. We want new technology, which you're talking on your phone. We want new medical treatments and cures. So what this grant does, we hope, will speed up that process from the discovery to the innovation 
and from that innovation to commercialization and to making a difference for Canadians. Would then the idea be that Dr. X, Lab X, McMaster comes up with this idea that it is able to lead to spin-off private companies that would then bring the product to market? That's Well, that's one possibility. We know with this grant, um, this program has funded 54,000 people. Um, it has led to um, over 160 spin-off companies and 2,100, 2,100 um, it's an incredible grant, and what is ha- what we're hoping here in Hamilton, with the Center for Pro Development Commercialization, is over the last ten years it's created a hundred high tech jobs, and they think in the next four years that is going to double, in four years. So it'll be high tech jobs for people here in Hamilton, and we know that jobs lead to other jobs. Those high-tech researchers, those entrepreneurs, they're going to need the services here in Hamilton. They're going to need the restaurants. So we really hope this is going to lead to jobs and economic growth. We're a government that's committed to economic growth and growing the middle class. If it is, if it has that kind of impact, you must be getting dozens or hundreds or whatever of applications for this. Um, you have a background in science, an extensive background in science. How much of this are you literally, how are you sitting looking over these grants and how much is it the staff that just brings them to you? Oh, that's a great question. The way we do research in Canada, we have peer review, which means people submit their grants. Um, it's done by expert review committees, so it is arms, it's hands off. It is done by the experts. It really is a world-class system. So for Hamilton to be, for McMaster, to be awarded one of these prestigious grants, that the people of Hamilton should be really proud of this and should want to celebrate this tremendous news. Is there an area of science that the government, that you guys are particularly Look, I mean, it's, it seems that it's sort of a spectrum, but is there some area that you are trying to really push? Uh, we know that our researchers have the best ideas. They always want to be at the cutting edge, pushing the envelope. So they will come forward with their proposals. Uh, there are areas where Canada is exceedingly good at. I think of agriculture, agri-food, precision medicine, regenerative medicine, quantum, whether it's quantum materials, quantum computing, artificial intelligence. I'm just highlighting a few areas because we have world-class researchers like right here at McMaster. Uh, We did invest in artificial intelligence. It was a $125 million investment. Uh, because we know artificial intelligence will change the way we work, the way we play. It is changing it. And Canada's a world leader. And the reason for that, government's been investing in artificial intelligence since the early 1980s. And people didn't really even know what it was by 19, the late 1990s. And now artificial intelligence is at the tipping point. And the world says, how has Canada become so good at this? And the reason is we invested in discovery research for these many years. We built up the talent base. And now people talk about Silicon Valley. They're talking about Maple Valley. 
So that's a really good example where investments in discovery research like we've made this year that, again, $4 billion in research, $1.7 billion in discovery research. I can't wait to see what our researchers are Maple Valley. Do. Almost sounds sticky. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, let me go to the, the name of this, the, the McMaster one again. I've got to find it. Uh, the Center for Probe Development and Commercialization. Now, again, you have a background in science. I don't want to put you too much on the spot. Do you want to take a crack at explaining what they do? Uh, this is what they're aiming to do. It's really exciting research. So they want to do better diagnostics. Uh, whether it's cancer or heart disease. So again, this is about, with this money, this will create jobs here in Hamilton, high-tech jobs, but what it'll also do is to bring better diagnostics to Canadians. And again, we researchers want to have impact with their work. They want to make a difference, whether it's the environment, whether it's new health cures, treatments, and this is an example right here in your city where the researchers and the entrepreneurs are coming together and will make a real difference to Canadians. I really don't know this. Um, does 2.6, is $2.6 million a year, because that's what it works out to for the 10.4 over four years, is that a large amount in the world of research? I, I have no idea if that's a big amount or if that's a little amount. It's, it's a large investment, and to be able to win one of these prestigious grants is a real, it speaks highly to the caliber of the proposal that was put forward by the researchers and the business people together. And again, the people of Hamilton really should be so proud of this. This is an extension, correct? Of Because this grant had been given to this since I think 2008. It's been going on. So they've been getting money. Am I right? Because that- they are accomplishing, they are accomplishing. Remember what I said, that they have over the past 10 years created 100 high-tech jobs and in the next four years. So they will double that. Again, where we, this is really to bridge that gap from that innovation to commercialization. And here you see an example of a group that's really doing great work and it's working and they're scaling up. So when you look at a project like this or a company that's, a, or a group that's applying for a grant, how, how do you gauge? Is it is it based on jobs? Because you're not gonna, I assume, just keep dumping money into something that's not working. So what is the, what is the measure? How do you gauge whether this is worth continuing to put Very money good into. question. This is about an expert panel looks at this. It's hands off, no political interference. It's really looking at the caliber of the work that's being done. And so again, a real celebration for Hamilton. So this panel comes forward and says, I mean, they've done the jobs, but if there were, if there had been no jobs created yet, but the panel had said, but you know what, we believe that this has a chance to be impactful down the road. Is that enough still to keep promote, to producing this or keeping it, it going forward? It, yeah, you have to do both. It's about the the good discoveries and the research, and it's also about... Um, moving this along to commercialization to get the products and services. And here in Hamilton, that's about better diagnostics for cancer and heart disease. I think all of us are touched by um, these diseases and all of us want to see 
better help. Last thing, you you have been, um, if people go online, they want to Google, they'll see your name a lot because you've had a lot of these announcements. There's been a lot of going around the country giving grants to these things. Are we doing well in Canada at this? Or is the fact that we need to have all these grants suggesting that we're struggling to keep the research going? We have world-class researchers in this country, world-class. The previous government, uh, we saw under them research funding being cut for higher education research and development from third to eighth. Business research and development cut from 18th to 26, and for the first time, Canada was out of the top 30. We saw our scientists being muzzled. We saw research funding stagnating. And we had researchers protesting the death of evidence on Parliament Hill. When I took on this role, my commitment was to return research to its rightful place. And I think we've, uh, we're, we're just building upon success after success. Day one, we brought back the long-form census. Why? We need science, evidence, and fact to make good decisions. Day two, we unmuzzled our researchers. We want researchers out there talking freely, collaborating. That's how research is done. We brought back the position of the chief science advisor. Um, and that matters. And now this major investment in research, that $4 billion, and what we're hearing internationally when I was at the G7, what I heard from colleagues is that Canada is seen as a beacon for science and research. As other parts of the world are pulling back from science, evidence, and fact, we are making this a focus. Honorable Kirsty Duncan, Minister of Science and Sport, thanks for doing this. Well, we see you next then in April I think it's April at the Around it's the Bay April. race. <laughs> yeah, are, are you doing the Around the Bay this year? Will we see you there? <laughs> Scott, I can't thank you enough for this. <laughs> I would love to do a race Around the Bay. I did it every year before really? Boston. Every year, unfortunately, some back issues. Uh, but and a few hours of work a week. <laughs> Not as <laughs> much training time. Listen, thank you for this. And hopefully we'll see you even to cheer on at Race Around the Bay. Thanks for coming in. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.